single gritty city uh featuring jd and jay basement okay that's what's up we're gonna talk about the record of course uh i'll let you introduce it a little later on and then i'm gonna give you some feedback just as a, a music fan myself of what i thought about the music i like to give artists a little feedback just from uh you know the radio standpoint and, and, and from me absolutely. being a fan you dig absolutely all right bet, bet. but first and foremost let's let's start off let's rewind for a little bit my listeners and get them caught up to Shalot. You know what I'm saying? So first and foremost, uh, you're not originally from Charlotte, North Carolina, correct? You're from Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh, PA. Yes, Alright, so born and bred in Pittsburgh. What was that like, man, growing up in Pittsburgh? Well, man, um, you know, as, as, as most kids, you know, you know, we, we had kind of a normal lifestyle before, before we turned teenagers, but, um, was pretty cool and then like I remember like in high school I think it was like ninth or oh, tenth grade. I clearly remember the games got introduced to Pittsburgh. It was like I woke up one day and, and my neighborhood turned into Crips and the whole city was just all these different gangs. It was just like it was like a plague or something hit the city, man. It was it was a really crazy time after that. You know what I mean? Um, right. A lot, a lot, a lot of, a lot of my people that I, you know, was coming up with, they joined the gang. My little brother joined the gang. And, you know, I just, I wasn't with that, you know. Um, I just kind of 
stayed to myself and then I, you know, I got with some older brothers learned that um, there were some Muslim brothers and I kind of actually, you know, kept my head right, you know, right. throughout that trauma out of town, you know. Nah, that's good. That's good, man, that you were able to at least find some type of sanction, you know what I'm saying? Some type of, uh, right. you know, I guess you could even say refuge, if you will, away from what was going on in the city. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, so a, a rough scene, rough scene came up around a rough scene um, during your teenage years. Uh, what, what what led you into music? Did you find music there in Pittsburgh? Did you, is that where you actually started to find yourself creatively? Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. The music journey really started back then at that same time. Like, I was, you know, I think I wrote my first song, like, I was, like, 14 years old. And my first song was, um, it was from a tragic situation, actually. It was, a, a, you know, a brother was about four or five years older than I was at the time. So I was, like, 13, 14. So he's about, yeah, he's about 18, between 18 and 20, something like that. And um, he was actually the cousin of you know, the, uh, the Muslim brothers that I, that I was rocking with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, he had got killed by the cops. The cops shot him like 16 times in his back. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a traumatizing. It was a real traumatizing situation, especially for my hood, but just across the city. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know, we that young, and, you know, and, you know, he was running for his life in the cops, and they shot him 16 times, man. So my first song came out of that from that experience, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And um, from there, I seen there was something there, you know what I mean? So it wasn't, you know, me getting into that was more so like it was an expressive, it was just an express way to express, you know, the pain and shit that was going on at the time. Stuff, excuse my language, just stuff that was going on at the time. So Nah, you good, yeah. bro. Say how you feel, bro. You can talk freely over here in the bandwagon radio. Oh, uh, that's a bet. That's a bet. But yeah, man, that's that's kind of, you know, where I seen that, you know, that I was supposed to be doing this. You know what I mean? Right. I, okay. never, I never thought when I was a kid, yeah, I'm going to grow up to, you know, be a musician or an artist or a rapper or nothing like that. It kind of just... Hit me out of nowhere for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it kind of took you, took you over. A spirit kind of came over you. You knew yeah, you had yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm, right. It was more so like, I look at it now like the ancestors speaking through me. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, because it's, you know, there's not no, it's not no, no funny, no monkey business. You know what I mean? No swag, no trying to, you know, try to be no gangster, try to be all the stuff that you ain't. You know what I'm saying? It's like real, real content that come through. You know what I mean? Messages, inspiration. Now, I definitely caught the authenticness. Uh, I'm, I'm catching it from this conversation. I caught it in the lyrics. It was very authentic. It seemed very true to you, uh, your verse on the record. Um, let, let's talk a little bit. What, why the name Sherlock Renaissance? Because the whole name is Sherlock Renaissance. So go ahead and explain the name to our listeners. What's the meaning behind it? Well, I've, I've had the name Sherlock basically since about when I was in high school. Um, I was, you know, one of the, I started growing dreads, dreadlocks back then, real young, and the name just kind of came out of that, you know what I mean, so they started calling me Sherlock, then I just made a meaning up to it, and I, the meaning to Sherlock is just I am, mm. you know what I'm saying, I'm just on myself, you know what I mean, right. and 
So, you know, later down the line, the Renaissance part came, I would say maybe even uh, about four or five years ago. Um, you know, because I, I, I had fell back from messing with the music for a good while because, you, know, you know, I had my son back in 2012. Okay. And, um, yeah, and I just, you know, I, I was going in a different direction. I was trying to find which way I really wanted to go with the music because for a while I was trying to go after a record deal. You know, I had, I had some, some things on the table, but, you know, because I used to live in Atlanta back in like 2009, 2010. Okay. That little time, time frame. And I was, you know, I was dealing with some people down there, you know, I was connected to some stuff like that, and I didn't like how that stuff was going. So um, I kind of fell back and regrouped, and I actually moved back to Pittsburgh. And then I, when I did that, I was kind of, I was, I kind of like hit the wall, hit the ceiling. I was just, you know, I was like, you know, I, I need to leave this whole music thing alone for a minute to get clarity to see what I, because I don't want what I thought I wanted. I didn't want. I didn't want to be in, in the you know, industry. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I'm a you know, I'm my own person, so I don't, you know, I'm not no person, I'm not no yes man, I don't, you know, I don't have no boss, you feel what I'm saying? Like, right. I don't be having nobody telling me what to do, how to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, I didn't say to fall all the way back, and then once I did that, I ended up having a son, and I just left music alone for years, you know, that was a prominent thing in my life, as having my son, it was a beautiful thing, and what's up, it was actually needed, all of that, you know what I'm saying? So it just right. took my mind off that whole world, and then about um, maybe like 2016, um, one of my partners wanted me to uh, feature on one of his songs, and I kind of jumped me back in it. Not, and, and also to mention as well, I work with youth, so I, I run a youth program okay. teaching them how, teaching them how to express themselves and write and all that. So while I was doing that, you know, while I fell back off my own stuff, I was developing the youngins in my hood. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, that's another, that's a very uh, beautiful component that blossomed in my downtime is focusing on myself as an artist. So now I've built up, uh, you know, I mean, a nice little team of youngins, man. I got a nice thing going. I still do the program to this, to this, to this day. I go up there, I go back in Pittsburgh in about a month to go run it. Me and my partner up there, we do, you know, we do outreach in the hood. You know that's what what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, so you know, I got, I got, I got a, a nice little empire, little young bucks, man, that I, that I, that I'm developing, man, and they dope. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, it ain't, ain't none of, it ain't none of this stuff that's out here. They really coming with it, cause how I, how I ran my program, you couldn't, you know, you know, our niggas will just, you know, try to like, everybody shooting everybody, and they freestyle, everybody gangster, everybody selling this. So right. I let them know. I said, I said, any type of talk like that, y'all ain't, that's not popping over here. You know, because for one, I know y'all too young to even be doing that. For two. Even if y'all is doing it, this, this ain't how it rocks. You don't, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to do something. Eric, I grew up in you, and you can't, you know what I mean? Telling everybody what you're doing. You're supposed like, to be talking know. about it, right? Nobody <laughs> right. supposed to know. You know what I'm saying? So it ain't even cool for the rap stuff. So I, I shut it down. When they try to come like that, I shut it down. And I'm like, look, you gotta put this thing in the story. Some real stuff happened because y'all, y'all's not gangster, and nobody popping nothing over here. And even if y'all was, it's not cool. Cats dying, your mom's crying is not what's up, me. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, you know, so it makes them go in and pull out some thorough from within themselves. Yep. And I also don't, and I also don't let them cuss because mm. it's it's my responsibility. I know a lot of y'all's parents, what it look like me sitting here letting, you know, you come see Shalak and you got them cussing and I grew up with your parents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that fall back on you. That fall back on you. Yeah, that fall 
back on me. So it's like, you know, I, you know, so I, when I have them, that filter system, they can only come official or they don't come at all. They don't like to cut. You mm. feel me? So mm. over the years, man, I've grown some serious, serious young artists, man, and they, they thorough, film. That's what's, up. That's what's up. That's dope to know you are already worrying about the next generation, already training uh, them. Oh, yeah, 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 man. A lot of artists is egotistical, bro. Yeah. Like, I knew that just from growing up and watching it. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I fight my ego. We all, you know, but I was the type that, like, I would know that if I feel if I'm being egotistical, I would, like, you know what, check yourself. Right, right, it's right. It's better for you to check yourself than, you know what I mean, to get checked. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's a fact. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a fact. Yeah, so, Any OG yeah. will tell you that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I always had my eyes on a bigger vision, man, not just myself as an artist or a rapper. Every time I threw a show in Pittsburgh as myself as an artist, I never did a show by myself, ever. I always put at least 10 other artists on there, so it's a, so it's a powwow. Yeah. You feel me? Right. And the show caps. And the show caps, like, look, this is about, it's the, the sum of the, these parts is better than you alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's dope. Talking to my man Sherlock right now on the phone lines by way of Pittsburgh, living in Charlotte, North Carolina, bouncing back and forth, uh, putting in this work with the youth and his own music. Um, let's talk a little bit about your record, The Gritty City Joint, uh, featuring JD and Jay Basement. So what was the purpose of this record in particular in your mind? Well, um, the purpose of the record, man, it's like when I write you can't force yourself to write. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That you know the way I the way I go about this music thing. It's almost like a natural thing. It almost makes you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can't you can't sit down there and force something to come out. So my man that produced the track. You know, what I mean, I always get a lot of tracks off him and listen to him. So when I had got this track and was vibing to it. It, it just it just put me in that realm of just like a Gotham City, great city. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And the, this was the night I started just thinking about, you know, things I've been through, things I've seen, things I know that happened. Just you know, what I mean, different little stuff. And and it just came. My verse and my and my verse and the hook just came. It mm-hmm. just it poured out of me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't nothing like I had to think. The real stuff comes when you don't have to think about it. If you're sitting there trying to think about it, that's not. No, this thing just poured out, and I just had to, like, write what was coming. You feel what I'm saying? Gotcha. And then, you know, me starting off in the music, I, I came in I came in as a producer and a writer. You know, some one usually people is one or the other, or one comes later in. You know, the brothers I grew up around, they were musicians, so I, I had a bass guitar in my hand at 15 years old. You know what I mean? I was oh, playing wow. the drums. I was playing the keyboard. So, like, my mind thinks as a producer but i'm an artist as well you know mm-hmm. what i mean so after a while i, I fell back on the production because I, I really got out to you know promoting shows performing running around you know raising capital and all that so i had to you know when you producing you gotta sit down at that, at that desk you know what i mean mm-hmm. so so my man the producer um when i really got to that track man it was just like i said it poured out of me and then I thought of two of the other artists, brethren, that I worked with that would sound dope on here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I can eat a whole track, but a lot of times I get, my, my verses be so potent, and a lot of times I get out what I need to say in a verse, 
So I'll pull in my other dope artists and, and let show them like, yo, y'all be a part of this because I can hear y'all on it. It's dope. You know what I mean? So that's why I pulled them two brothers. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Of course, that was going to be one of my questions, too, is what made you choose those two artists in particular? But you, you just explained that, that you felt like you could hear them on that track anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, from the listener's point of view or perspective, what, what feelings or emotions were you, you guys trying to pull out? What, what energy were you trying to get from that listener? Say that last part again. I said, what type of energy were you trying to get from the listener? From the listener, so, yeah. so this is the thing. This is the thing. I don't, I don't. When I, when I, when I create music, it has to be authentic. I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything with anyone in mind. Okay. Some people, some people may take that a certain kind of way, but you have to understand from the way of being authentic and real with yourself. When you're authentic and real with yourself, you're going to have people that's going to feel that. The people that don't feel that or don't like it, it's always going to be like that. Everyone doesn't like everything. So at the end of the day, as long as it's a real expression from me as an artist, the people that, that gravitate and it resonates with, those are the people that it's for. The people that don't, I can't. You feel what I'm saying? Gotcha. Like I can't, can't, can't conform to what all these different people like or want or will want to do. You would, you would be literally cr like crazy sitting on the side of the road somewhere. You feel me? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so I, I, I don't get into that, man. Like, I don't, I, that's not, you know, it's straight authentic, man. And, and, and being that way, you know, every, a lot of most people that come across it love it because they it, it really it really touches them in a way or inspires them in a way. You know what I mean? Right. Um, now, let me ask you this. What? Why was it so important to put this song out in particular right now? So, um, I was putting this album together for a little while, man, and um, it was like, for a minute, I was like, I don't know which, which joint should I drop off the joint first. But what made me do Gritty City was... Um, about a year or so ago, one of the youth that um, that frequents my program over the you know over the years, man, he ended up getting killed. You know what I'm saying? Oh man. Yeah, he you know he was a good youth, man, but you know sometimes you can make poor choices about being around the wrong people, thinking these people is your people, this, that, and the third, man, and you know. Right. Yeah, he had got set up, man, and they killed him. You know what I'm saying? Damn. And I was. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, you know, I heard when I when I heard, you know, my people was up way up top called me and told me that, man, that really hurt me, man. It was because the young boy had some spit with him, too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not just to say that, just, just the fact that he got murdered is what's the deal. It's just like, he was a good youth, man. It was just like, I said, well, I said, there it is. That's the song I'm putting out, man. Let, it, letting people know how I go down to, man, man. Gritty City. You know what I'm saying? All right. On the strength of the young buck, you feel me? I got you. Almost like a, yeah. a ode to the homie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, get some awareness. Put some awareness out there, man. Right, right. Youngers is running around wild up there. They running around wild all over the all over the country, man. But you know, the city where I'm from, man. You know, this shit. You know, 
that's the message I want to put out. You know, people know me up there, know us up there, so that, you know, when they see that, it's like, it'll have whoever see that thinking. You know what I mean? They glorifying the bullshit. You feel right, me? Right, 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 it's right. like, soon into that, you see that, it's like you start thinking, like, yo, should I get about this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and that's the, that's, how, that's the effect I want to have. You know what I mean? So in other words, you felt like the, the young man had a lot of potential, and, and this was like you said, like an ode to him, like the later yeah. let it be known awareness. It's, it ain't yeah. sweet out here in these streets. Right, real rap, real rap, real rap. That's what's up. Huh? Now, growing up in this in that golden era of the real hip hop and real lyricism and real music, how do you feel about like the artistry of today, the music you're hearing, the creativity you're hearing today? interesting at all i don't even you know i don't even check for it i mean you know sometimes i might come across if i'm certain but you know i might put a quick air to it but you know it's, it don't last no more than 10 seconds man it's just you know that's just keeping it 100 you know right. some people will try to like you know like oh this is the time with, with, with me it's like nah i you know i don't you know I just listen to rap, man. I'm into a lot of other music too, man. I grew up, you know, listening to the, you know, to the reggae, to the dancehall, mm. to the, to like the Bollywood, the Latino stuff, man. The, you know, some Sade, so you know, what I mean, I, a lot of different. You know, if, 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 if you coming, if you getting into this craft, I will always say, man, don't just listen to rap. That's yep. a real limited, limited point of view. You know mm. what I'm saying? And just, you know, um. It's really just about, you know, I, there's a lot of other good music other than rap, man. But, you know, the rap scene, the music, the hip-hop scene, man, it needs a, you know, it needs a revival, man. So, you know, that's that's one of my, that's one of my, uh, my inspirations and purposes of doing what I'm doing too, man. And, and, and developing the youth how I'm developing them to, to really be about that craft and substance and creativity and high quality content, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not out here no more how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. You know, uninspiring, man. Back in the day, yo, we couldn't wait till whoever was dropping that album because it was so, you know what I mean? Because the competition, you know, there's healthy competition, so it's like, yo, that stuff kept you on your on your peas. You feel me? Yep. Like, it don't yep. matter from the West Coast, East Coast, whatever, Cats was coming with it. And it was like, Cats was really putting it down, man, and, this, this, you know, this era, is, I don't know, man. This is like an experiment. I don't know what's, what this is, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, that's why I, f I figured I'd get your point of view on it. You know, somebody that's been around the game for a minute, somebody that's studied the craft, you know, somebody that's, mm -hmm. that's you know, puts in time in his own lyrics and rhymes. No question. Now... I think that's a good segue. What, what what do you think you bring to the music industry that's that's different from the artistry standpoint? Man, um, authenticity. You know, authenticity is a big thing. When you're trying to be somebody you're not. You're trying to talk how somebody think would be cool. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is really bringing like authenticity number one inspiration and, and, and creativity, you know what I mean? And just, um, open-mindedness, man, you know, you know, just sparking vibrations, man, sparking like different positive vibrations to the listener. And, you know, sometimes when you take like a, 
a herb or you eat a food that's really good for you, there's so many different benefits just from intaking it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being said and unsaid. So it's really just to, you know, enhance the listener in whatever which way they can be enhanced. You feel what I'm saying? Talking to my man Sherlock right now. Sherlock Renaissance himself uh, by way of Pittsburgh, Charlotte, North Carolina as well. Um, let's talk a little bit about the record. I'm giving you some feedback what I thought of the record, Gritty City. Um, unique sound overall. I think you got some dope lyrics on there. Um, I hear the three different styles and vibes kind of mesh together on the record. I think that it brings a, a different energy to the record. You know what I'm saying? Having the three different vibes and styles and energies on there. Um, very playful and fun production. I like the production of this one right here. It made it, uh, I think it gave it a bounce, but it also gave it a great energy kind of underneath the, the lyrics that were being laid over it. So some fun things, good things going on with the record, man. Like I said, having the three different styles, I think just gave it a whole new breath of fresh air, like energy with it. That's what's up, man. That's, that's some interesting feedback, man. That's, that's good. That's All good. Right. All right. Got some potential. Definitely want to hear some more music from you. I look forward to hearing more as well. Um, let me ask you this. What does a recording session look like with you? How, how do you prepare to record? What, what a studio session look like with Shalot? Um, really with me, man, it's all, with me, it's the game before you get to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always, I always, um, <clears throat> So when I prepare to go in the studio, man, it's almost either preparing to go to the studio or even performing. I look at it like how a boxer would do. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like train. You feel me? Right. Like so, um, you know, prior to going to the studio, man, I'm just you know practicing, focusing. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, studio, you want to just you know knock that out. Like, like, I, I might burn something 
after my after I'm satisfied with the lyrics and we sitting there listening for the to the right 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 right. Feel what I'm saying? But but beforehand, cats just like to get they get they they tear up on, and it's like nah. You know what I'm saying? say I'm paying I'm paying money for this. We gonna get this in and get this out. Yeah, yeah, so I get that work in, and I'm satisfied, then all right, we can do a little, little leisure after, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. No, that's good to know you about the business, yeah. Uh, trust me, man, because at the same time, much I love being an artist, man, I'm crazy with the business. That's why I wear so many hats, so, you know, this part is cool, it's like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm pushing a label, too, so it ain't, you know what I mean, I'm doing, I'm doing a lot, you know what I mean, I'm right. raising capital. I'm developing youngers, I'm developing artists and producers, and, and you know what I'm saying, and, and doing a lot, man, so it, it's a lot coming from from my perspective. I ain't just, you know, you know just no rap dude, you know, looking for a deal, you know what I mean, and the chain around my neck, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got bigger goals, bigger dreams. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking more, of my, more than myself, man, so I, I'm, you know, the music part at this point is fun, fun for me, you know what I'm saying, because I have to do so much you know, other things that put this business situation, you not nail this thing down, and that's what I'm wrestling with right now is really, you know, nailing these things down and build my marketing team and, you know, I mean, paying for marketing. And, uh, it's just a lot, dude. Right, right. Yep, you know like you said, it has to be done and somebody got to do it. So you got to wear them yeah, hats, you got to wear them. Yep. Paving the road for everybody that's behind me. I got these youngers looking at me looking like, what's the next move? You know, I ain't got no choice. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. You gotta, you gotta lead the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, lot go ahead and give out your social media so our listeners can follow, man. Then I'm gonna let you introduce this new single. Absolutely, man. People can find me on IG at Shalak S H A L O C underscore Renaissance R E N A I S S A N C E. Look the video up on YouTube, Shalak Renaissance Gritty City. And, uh, let's keep it moving. There it is. My man, Shalak. Shalak Renaissance himself. Yeah, by way of PA. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You know what I'm talking about? Represent that Charlotte side of things as well. Go ahead, introduce that new single for the folk, fam. All right. This is my current single I have out, Gritty City, myself. That's right, man. You're hearing it first. Turn it up right now. The bandwagon radio. There you go. It's gritty where I come from. Act dumb, get found slump. Word was, he had a couple rounds in him. A couple told me they heard the sounds of him. Damn. Damn. The streets could be your friend, then do you win? Uh-huh. Soon as you get ahead, then turn your head. Blind side should've listened to the wise guys. Uh-huh. Come with all them connect. Wi-Fi. Uh-huh. I th- get jealous when your pocket's swelling. Every time you try and get right, you never answer. Uh-huh. And when he do answer, it's the same answer. Bad news, like cancer. On to the next one, next plug. You was playing with the dice on the next plug. Was it worth all the money that you saved up? Cause in the end it was your mom who had to pull the plug. I say it's pretty in the city. You best be watch how y'all moving some pit. I got shot a licky licky. Do not drop up a dime or a nicky. 
be where we sleep easily. Enough of them go round in the city. Your dead belongs, snitchy, snitchy. Can't take the heat, stay out the kitchen. Stay in your lane and be focused in your brain. Protect yourself before you slip down a drain. Come on, time, man, I'm moving insane. I'll push up on you with them wicked campaign. Before you know it, I say enough blood stained and slain. Same old story with Abel and Cain. Fear your shilling and more cocaine and fame. Puppet master got the whole of them tame. When you think that they're my friend, look around and see the whole of them strange. Just look how they assemble in the range. Boy, you know it, man, I'm got you in the range. Set you up, stick you up, and now you in the danger zone. Send the SOS to my pick up the tone. Bang, you're gone. Kids are honeycomb. Traumatized when they get that ring ring on your phone. The bigger lady sings, big fun, I bust the baritone. I say it's ready in the city. Best you watch how you move is a pity A gunshot a licky licky In a drop of a dime or a nicky You best be where a slicky slicky Enough of them go round in the city You dead belong snitchy snitchy Can't take the heat stay out your kitchen I lost people, failure, renal Detox, sweating glocks, fetal, bloody halo Laying there like they stop making snow angels Shoot brick in his 412 pick Snitchy, snitchy. Can't take the heat, stay out there, kitchen.